Blog Talk Radio. Good, pleasant afternoon to you one and all. Most pleasant good afternoon. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode of the Pistaco Moment. Today, on the Pistaco Moment, we'll be talking about volunteering. And today we'll have with us, well, I know who she is. <laughs> My mind just went blank for a moment. I was going to say the marketing director, but she'll correct that for us. We're talking about... Uh, Nikki, not Nikki, I'm sorry. We're talking about Priscilla Lynn. Priscilla, forgive me, please. My brain is out of it today. I blame it on the medication. Okay. <laughs> How are you? How are you today? I, I'm excellent, and thank you for having me as a guest on your the Bespeckle Moment show today. Uh, sure. We've been having fun week after week, uh, listening to your shows, as well as all your other shows that you have on Blog Talk Radio. Oh, how about that? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we enjoy doing this show, and as you can tell, I get a little carried away with my giggling and giggling and laughing and having a good time that sometimes I have this senior moment. <laughs> the same uh, I've I just had a few through. of those myself, I have to admit. <laughs> okay, great, great, great. Well, you know what that means? That means we're human beings, not machines. There you go. Even machines have a little pause once in a while, yes. Well, going on talking about the historical moment, tell us basically why is it that nonprofit organizations in general need to turn to volunteers? Then we'll come back and talk about historical theater. Go ahead. Good, good, good question uh, to to pose. Um, I mean, uh, they say that the backbone of America is volunteerism. Yes. Uh, it, it, two, in two reasons. Number one, people like to volunteer. It yes. makes them feel good to volunteer. It gives them a sense of self-worth and satisfaction to help out uh, kind of an altru- in an altruistic way. Uh, yes. The other reason is nonprofits never have any money. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's uh, challenging to yes. uh, create budgets for all of their expenses, including staffing that they have, uh, much less staff up like they really need to. So the, re- the resource pool of volunteers is always something that not only, you know, nonprofit organizations, you know, especially them, but also any business resources that. And there is a lot of people that volunteer for historical theater, too. Over the years, since 91, um, I'm, I'm new. I'm only here a few months, but uh, mm-hmm. there's been a, there's a good core group of volunteers, and there's an ebb and flow on the island, you know, so people uh, come and go. But there are yes. a core group of people that have been here for many, many years uh, as volunteers, thank goodness, and helps us keep moving forward. Good. Now, when volunteers do volunteer, they choose their own time frame, their own time schedule, or? How does that work? Well, you know, we when I came on board, I mean, everybody had in their head who the volunteers were and could at any moment get a volunteer to help out if they beat the island drums. But I formalized it a little bit by creating the a Excel spreadsheet. 
Yeah, <laughs> and you know that still works quite well. But uh, they, I just formalized it a little so that at any given point, I just kind of took, wrapped my arms around the organizing of the volunteers and got them on an Excel spreadsheet and got their information and started to find out what they really like to do and what their availability is. Um, you know, whether they're brand new or whether they have been here a long time. And we have, we have volunteers that come in and will usher for us for our shows. We have volunteers that will help build the sets, break the sets down. Um, mm. Let's see, volunteers that will go put posters out. Any number of the many, 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 many things that are needed to promote historical theater and all that takes place here. Now, there's more to running a theater than just having to play every once in a while, obviously, from what you just said. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot more to historical theater than just plays, too. Our play season, which actually is our 2017-18 play season, is coming up uh, starting Mm -hmm. in October. Our season runs October to May, uh, so one year to the next, of five or six plays. And we're actually, I can tell you what the first play is. I can't release the rest yet, but Evita. The fabulous musical Evita is going to be our oh. opening play in October, first week of October. Yeah. But, so yeah. another more about that another time. But uh, <laughs> so we need, you know, one of the things we need help with is to distribute, for instance, the posters that we put all around the island, um, and uh, you know we need people to chat up about just about historical theater. So that's kind of a grassroots movement for the volunteers. We're going to need the set built. Um, back, backing up from that, though, we have our summer camps coming up. We have two summer yes. camps coming up. And, you know, we'll be needing a lot of the parents of the children that come to our summer camps actually volunteer and come in and, and work in the summer camps. So first one is going to be the Lion King, uh, Disney's the Lion King Jr. Um, that's a six-week camp that starts June 19th. And parents... Parents actually start, once they register the children, some of them will sell ads for the, the playbill, the program book, because um, we do public performance the last week of July of The Lion King, you know, the play that the children learn. Yeah. So the, the, the parents get involved, patrons get involved. We've got uh, two or three uh, uh, college interns that will be really? coming to get involved as well to help with it. So, you know, they say many hands makes light work. Yes. <laughs> well, that, that certainly applies. However, we um, there is a turnover. You know, we have this one long-term uh, uh, volunteer, Jeffrey Lang, that's been for years with us. But he, uh, a year or so ago, he moved off island, but he comes back often. And when he comes back and it coincides with something we need done, he does it. Jeff took me around last time because I was without a car delivering posters, for instance. He came and ushered. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they came and did some work That's on nice. a set uh, that needed to be sure. built. So, but we do need, you know, if there's anybody in the listening audience that's um, interested in learning more about the theater, uh, you know, getting involved in any way, uh, again, the many hands make flight work. We could use, it's not just a set thing. Um, you know, sometimes it's just a one-time thing that somebody comes yes. and helps with, uh, but could use some more volunteers for sure. Yes. Now, before we talk about how they would reach you, contact you, what are some of the benefits that volunteers will gain by just volunteering? Well, I mean, there's, you know, I'm not a psychologist, but I, no, I, no, I, no. I've, uh, <laughs> you know, I can, I can tell you from a personal level, I, I have yes. been volunteering, I guess, since I was a kid. 
uh, there's just, I guess there's maybe something inside some people that, uh, and some, some it lays dormant for a while until something, you know, excites yes. them about it. But uh, okay. a lot of people will step forward uh, and raise their hand uh, to volunteer. And I've, I've done volunteering for businesses and organizations and been on boards, et cetera. We've got a great board uh, with the Starkle Theater that volunteers and they'll do work on sets and, you know, help uh, guide the organization as well. Yes. So, again, all different levels that that you can do. But I think it's something that comes, it's a sense of self-satisfaction that comes yes. from being involved with something without having to make a big commitment either. You know, yes. I mean, being on a board, that's a little bigger commitment, right? Yes. <laughs> because yes. there's a term involved. A um, yes. You know, but working on an event or a committee or just delivering posters, that's another way to become involved and to tell you the truth. Our volunteers seem to have a lot of fun volunteering oh, that's with us, good. so the fun factor is definitely there. If it isn't fun, it's hard work. <laughs> Even work could be fun, yeah. but when it's hard work, that's not fun. Yes. No, what I was looking at well, benefits. might be a little What's bit that? of help, you know, having to roll up the sleeves and work some elbow yeah, sure. when it comes to work building sets and stuff. But. Yes, yes, I understand that. But what I was looking for in benefits, for example, if a person volunteers, He's not going to be working by himself initially. He will be at least making contact with other people with like minds. So he will be perhaps building up a cadre of friendship. In addition to that, he will learn a new skill or maybe use whatever skill he or she has to, to put it to the benefit of uh, the Starco Theater. So there are many different ways that will gain benefits from becoming a volunteer. So now let's go to how we volunteers get involved with this job? What do they have to do? Call you? Walk in? Email you? Well, there, yeah, you're, you're, the question, yeah, I didn't hear you. You were asking me how the different ways volunteers could get involved with this article? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. I kind of lost you there for a moment, but, you know, such as, you know, such as uh, electronics. Um, well, we always have a need during season for ushers. To, to help us, and uh, some people, we have a our, our usher, Sharon, whom I call, I wanted to call her usher goddess, but she prefers usher queen, <laughs> but she comes every time, you know, yes. and helps with the ticket taking at the box office and guiding people to their seats, because all of our seats are assigned seating now, you know, when people okay. come to our 120 foot, 120 foot, 120 seat theater, um, so ushering is one way. Um, you know, building and designing sets is another way that they could be involved. Um, we're, I'm actually looking for somebody that's really savvy on the social media um, to help mm-hmm. me because I manage all of that, and it would be nice to have another set of hands for that. Sure. Um, there's Actually, we're looking for someone that can help come and help us support us a little bit with uh, uh, some secretarial work administrative work that we need in the sure. offices. Every day we have people walk in. Uh, there's a lot of visitors to Tillett Gardens where we're located in the back of Tillett Gardens, which is a good tourist location. So mm-hmm. a lot of people walk in every day that are visiting. Um, and some of those people are moving to islands. Some of them have just moved to islands. And some of them, a lot of them, when they learn of volunteer experiences, opportunities will sign up. So oh, my list nice. is growing but I could use some more. We yes. could use some more volunteers always, always. So do they call you? Or do they walk in or do they? 
So, oh, okay. So how would they get, if there's somebody in your listening audience who's interested, they could certainly, a couple of different ways to get a hold of us is to just call us at 340-775-7877. is our office number. Um, they can email me at marketing at com, which is P-I-S-T-A-R-C-K-L-E, theater with an E-R-T-H-E-A-T-E-R.com. Um, they can also go to our website. There's a contact us page on our the website that they can go through as well, and that is www.historicaltheater.com, same spelling as before with the email. Uh, those are the three different ways they could get it, or they can stop in. Uh, we're mostly here 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, um, but maybe give a call first if they're thinking to stop in to make sure somebody's here. Now, you're in Tillett's Garden in Four Winds area, is that correct? Say that again. Tillett's Garden is where you're located in Four Winds? Yes. We are in the, okay. the, the picturesque, garden-like <laughs> arts, and, arts center of Tillett's Garden. I can't, wow. I can't help but get a plug in for Tillett's Garden because it's yes. there. Oh, I, you know, when people come to walk to us, we're yes. all the way in the back. We're a self-imposed yeah. theater all the way in the back. Um, the good thing is, uh, being on this property, is that it's got generator backup. So oh, if we get nice. whopped, if, when people say whopped. we get whopped, <laughs> then the show still goes on. As a matter of fact, uh, one, mm-hmm. one show I could uh, think of it last season, uh, yes. we had people calling because it was raining, raining, raining on the island, and then WAPA was out everywhere. We called people and said, look, we've got air conditioning, we've got lights, we've got generators. So we actually had a fuller house than we thought that night because people just wow. wanted to get out someplace where it was air conditioned and they got to watch yeah. play, too. So, uh, now yeah, for, it's an interesting place to visit. Wow. Now, for off-island listeners who have no idea what WAPA means, let's explain that to them. Oh. <laughs> WAPA is yes. the acronym for Water global, and Power global, Authority. For the global market. Yes, for the yeah, global uh, market. The, the Water and Power Authority, right? Um, yes. we're, we're challenged. They're, the, the electrical company is challenged with uh, usage and antiquated equipment. So, uh, given any week's time, you can usually uh, count on being without electricity any time of the day or night. And within a week's time, pretty much, pretty much ongoing. Uh, so everybody has generators, or most people do. Um, we've got just this huge generator to run our facility. Okay, okay. So now you said there's a summer camp or two coming up. Tell us a little bit about that, please. Yes. Sure, I'm happy to, uh, glad to have the opportunity to. Uh, We run two, every year we run two summer camps uh, back-to-back. The next one is the uh, Summer Musical Theater Camp, featuring this year's play, which is Disney's The Lion King Jr. Wow. Um, Most people know about The Lion King. And it's always very popular. It's a six-week camp, uh, starts on June 19th. We actually have just five scholarships remaining. We will give full scholarships uh, to those who might qualify. So if anybody in your listening audience or if your global listeners have friends that are in St. Thomas with children, the age is nine and up. uh, They have to be nine and up to qualify for it. So we do have some of those scholarships remaining. And it's a fabulous uh, learning experience for children to learn all about the ins and outs of the theater, actually learn a play, and actually act in the play 
the last week of the play, that sixth week, we have performances all week long. And um, Island Camps, all the other children from Island Camps will come and their chaperones and parents. And then we have two evening performances as well. So that full week of performances, that final week. Um, so, again, if um, there's information on our website or they can call or email me if they want anybody wants more information. But uh, our uh, deadline is actually June 5th, which is in a couple of days. So wow. people will need to, uh, you know, get registered if they're yes. going to be doing that and apply to see if they could qualify for the scholarships as well. And then um, the next camp is uh, called a leadership playwriting camp. It's a four-week camp. And that camp uh, starts on July 24th, uh, but we've got, you know, the deadline will come up soon on that as well. And it's, uh, it's uh, children learn to write plays, and then their plays, the final week of that four-week camp, they all get to enact their play right up on stage as well, each one of them mm. um, that, that's in that camp. So, so it's, it's a really cool experience for children. We have kids that, and that is for the ages of that is 11 to 16 years old for the playwriting. Camp. Yeah. So, uh, you know, some kids will go back to back. The only thing is one camp starts the week ending week of the other camp. So it's a little challenging if you want to do both, but it's doable. Oh, I see. Now my brain was moving ahead when you were speaking and I just happened to think about since we've had the centennial celebration, there's a lot of connection between the Danes and the Virgin Islanders. The Danish family decides they want to have a child here for the summer camp. Is that feasible? Would that be possible? Okay. So I, you kind of sounded like Charlie Brown's teacher there for a minute. I kind of like <laughs> the, the transmission wasn't so, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my, you're gonna, I'm going to have to ask you to repeat it. I'm sorry. Sure. No problem. Yes, I'm noticing we're having some difficulty here with the with the uh, system. My question yeah, I was... I can barely, if, barely hear you. Barely hear okay. you. Okay. So All right. Know. Let's see if we can turn it up a little bit more. What if we have a family I'm living up, in I'm Europe? i the volume there, at today. <laughs> yeah, okay. It, well, I'm up all the way. Yep. Okay. Uh, what happens if we have a family living in Europe, and if they decided they wanted to have their child here for the summer to participate in the summer camp? Is that feasible? Is that workable? Oh, sure. A- absolutely. Um, and, and again, we can cover the details if they want to contact us. Sure. Um, but we do see that, you know, I forget, you know, there's this big exodus off of Ireland in the summertime when the kids get yes. out of school. However, there, yes. I forget about the influx, too, uh, of people that do come and spend it. Because Europeans take several weeks vacation, don't they? Oh, yeah. They call it holiday. So, they go on holidays. Yeah, but <laughs> I just, I, I do have to say that there, there is one uh, requirement for participation in that, both for the six-week camp, the Disney uh, Lion King, and for the playwriting camp, the four week, they must, if they sign up, they must participate for the whole term of the camp. So six weeks or four weeks, um, they, they, so they can't just stop in. You know, it's not a yes. stopping kind of thing because yes. the full benefit is what's there for the children. And sure. I can tell you that we have many, many repeat um, uh, campers that come every year that have started started with our camps and grown up in our camps, come every year, and now they're on to college. Some of those college kids are actually coming back as our interns, uh, oh, coming back nice. to try out for our regular plays. So it's, uh, you know, the, the impact is very long-lasting. And last week you had 
you know, one of those students, Karen uh, Goroloff, and and uh, then also oh, Amy yes. Gibbs, her child yes. is the second year coming back. So, you know, oh. they were talking about that last week, right? Yes, they were. They were excited, and they learned so much along the way. Wow, amazing. My goodness. Yeah, and so, you know, again, I was saying the parents, uh, we often have parents, getting back to the volunteer, uh, you know, topic we were talking about, we have a lot of the parents that will come and help out with our summer camps. And, you know, there's no kind of a set commitment from them. You know, they can come for one day. They can come the whole time. Uh, they can come for a few hours uh, on any given day and help out. Okay. Because, again, you know, we're we're talking about, you know, 30 or so children from sure. 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday, for the wow. first camp. And, and so it, that's a lot of children uh, to manage. And, of course, we have a director, you know, that's there, and we have an assistant for her that are both now these aren't they're not volunteers you know they're they're compensated yes. um but uh still they still need a, a lot of support and help so that's where the volunteers come in with that yes now if i remember from last week if i remember correctly the children who participate in the summer camp love it so much that they jump out of bed in the morning time and say mom i'm ready for camp <laughs> they don't do that during school days <laughs> is that right <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, uh, as a matter of fact, we have some parents wishing camp lasted longer, but you know, uh-huh. six, six weeks is six weeks Not is the time, enough. but it doesn't really take them to when school starts yes. again. You know, there's a gap yes. there. Yes. Um, so yes. we we actually are considering launching some more um, classes. Oh. You know, okay. acting classes and so individual classes because we actually do an after school program starting in September. Uh, that runs for six weeks uh, in the after-school time for children, but there's a, there is a gap. So yes. we're based on some of the feedback from the children and the parents. Uh, we are thinking about trying to fill that gap with per, perhaps some more classes. But I'd like to hear from the, your list, your radio listeners, uh, what they think. Well, let's give us let's give them the number right now. The number is eight four five two seven seven. 9247 is our calling number. And we realize this is in the middle of the day for some folks, and it's nighttime for others. But nevertheless, we're here every Friday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, at least until the time changes for New York. And then we'll be ahead of uh, Eastern Time one hour. But for right now, we are in Eastern Time. Our calling number is 845 277 9247. Make a note of that. Put it on your calendar. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it on your mirror, wherever you have to put it. So that every Friday afternoon, if you're not able to listen, but you could uh, re- listen to the recorded version and then get prepared for the following so that you'll have your number nearby to call in whatever questions or comments or concerns you might have. Now, for today, I don't see any callers calling in, but that's okay because I'm sure they'll be calling in next week. So in the meanwhile, let's get back to Priscilla and see what else we could find out about Priscilla. I was going to say Priscilla Theater. I'll be here. I'm just listening. I don't have to call in because I'm already called in, but I've got your, I've got your number taped up because, you know, we're there. We, we have different guests on week after week, so I, yes. I do like to uh, make sure that people do know. And, and we actually yes. just put um, on our website, which is thecircletheater.com, Mm-hmm. We just put a news page on there, yes. and some people go in there might see a familiar face. That's an A. 
<laughs> just this morning. Your yes, face appeared. Yes. You put a whole section of our, you, you have archived, you know, your shows. Yes. And yes. we actually are putting links to those, and we put links to those on our websites because we really appreciate the opportunity to have this weekly show with you. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. It goes both ways. Let's explain the technicality of that for our audience. Now, what that means, basically, audience, you have two ways of listening to the show if you happen to miss it. We realize that online talk radio goes across the whole wide wide world wide web. That's what I'm trying to say. And that means that different time zones and people, I know, (laughs) some people are sleeping, some people are awake, whatever it is going on. So don't worry about that because our shows are always recorded. Now, they're recorded on blog talk radio, and that's one way at this same Website where you are right now, if you are listening to it right now on your ear, that's where our archives are kept. But in addition to that, if you happen to be on the Stockholm Theater, you can listen there too because on the new page it was made called News. Is that what it's called? Perception? Uh, yes. Okay, they can go there and listen. In addition to that, they can also listen on iTunes. So if folks have their Radio, I call it a radio, <laughs> their phone in their hand, they could listen to us on iTunes. Same name, oh, same see, everything. Oh, that's something new to me. Yes, it's there. Well, and here's something yeah. else that you, we haven't had a chance to mention to you. Stitcher is pretty well popular, and we're on Stitcher also. So if folks are across the United States and Alaska or wherever they are and driving and have a Stitcher connection in their car, they can listen to us here in the Virgin Islands, all across Alaska or wherever they happen to be, even if they're in Russia or China. As a matter of fact, we have a few minutes left. Let's uh, talk about some of the things or some of the places where our shows are located. I get a kick out of that. Uh, <laughs> that's interesting. Now, we have about five or six different shows going on, but let's talk about this one. Where do people listen to us around this world? I'm pulling it up right now, and let's take a look. We have people who are, guess what? Of all places, people in China are listening to us at some time of the day. Could you imagine that? Now, if you go to North Africa, at least the northwestern side of Africa, you'll find uh, Morocco is listening to us and has been. As a matter of fact, there are more listeners in Morocco than there are in the Virgin Islands listening to us. Isn't that amazing or what? We also have listeners in Scandinavia, well, in the Scandinavian countries, Norway, Sweden, Denmark. I mean, that's obvious about Denmark, but the others are interested. And, of course, we have the listeners in the, in the United States, and there's some who spill over into Canada. So I'm pointing that out because all this, although we're global in, in, in scope, we're still focused on the Virgin Islands, and that's where we are. And that's where we emanate the show. So I brought that to our listeners' attention. So if the listener want to be part of the summer camps, make sure you listen carefully to all the details, get a hold of this talking theater, find out when to contact them. As a matter of fact, let's have Priscilla tell us the contact information. So would you share that, please? Hello? Yeah, Priscilla. Yes. Okay. Yes, yep, go ahead. I'm Mention. here. Uh, well, I'm here. You yes. want that contact information again? Yes, please. Yes, please. Go right ahead. Yes, three four area code three four zero seven seven five 
7877 is the quickest way to get a hold of us. And uh, you could also email us at marketing at pistarcotheater.com or go on our website to our contact area at pistarcotheater.com. Pistarco is a little strange for the spelling. There's C and a K in it that always trip people up, but it's P-I-S-T-A-R-C-K-L-E, theater, E-R, that's T-H-E-A, T-H-E-R, dot com, pistarcotheater.com. And there you go. I love that word, Pistarco. <laughs> Let's help our audience understand what that means. Every time we do the show, we want to mention that. Pistarco comes from a combination of a Dutch Creole term. They were using the word spectacle, and when it's put into Dutch Creole, and uh, I guess a little bit of African, too, it comes out as pistacle. Anyhow, well, we're down to our last minute or so. Nikki, what uh, closing thoughts do you have about today's show? What would you like to pass on to our audience? Well, you know, volunteerism is the backbone of America. If you're interested in volunteering, uh, get a hold of the Sparkle Theater. It's fun and interesting and doesn't take a lot of commitment. Just call us and find out what you might have fun doing here. That'd be great. That'd be great. Well, we thank you very much for that. And we Thank hope you. that uh, you'll get a whole, you're welcome. We hope you get a whole load of volunteers. We'll see what happens. So until next Friday. I'll let you know. Thank you. Please do. This is saying so long okay. to Priscilla for now, for today, for this week. And we'll be back next Friday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So long, Priscilla. So long, everyone. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you again. Thank you.